Welcome to the show. We are tuned in for real-life stories with real-life people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer and coach trainer for the Heal Your Life Certification Program and best-selling author of Do That and Then Some Transform Feelings of Less Than to More Than Enough. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment, so let's get started. wonderful listeners and welcome to another podcast. I am super excited to have our guest with us today. She has so many accolades, I wouldn't even know where to start. And I will tell you more about that in just a moment. But before I do, let me welcome to the show, Bunny Sutherland. Oh, thank you, Victoria, for such kind words. (laughs) Uh, It's all true. You know, we have about 20 minutes to do this podcast. And right now my head is just racing because I'm thinking, my goodness, there's so many things that you have done over the last few years. And there's so many accomplishments that you've achieved and certifications and so on. Uh, Where do we even go? But maybe we could start off with you just letting the listeners know a little bit about the things that you are certified in that you offer. And I will let them know they can go to bunnysutherland.com for more information as well. So that's bunny, B-U-N-N-Y, Sutherland, S-U-T-H-E-R-L-A-N-D. That's L-A-N-D.com. And Bunny, can you tell us more about what's been going on in your world in the last few years? Oh, well, thank you, Victoria. And yes, in one way, it seems like it's just been this quick whirlwind. And yet on another it seems like it's been a long journey, I guess. Yeah. So I've been over to England to Arthur Finley College and worked in the States with some schooling with James Bond Prague. And so I have certifications in psychic work, mediumship work, spiritual life coach work, and just helping people on this human journey in life. Oh, it's a great career, isn't it? I just love it. And I know that you agree with me when I say that it's so wonderful spending our days helping people and helping people to love and accept themselves more. I mean, really, it's just so good. Life is so good. It is. And we forget that there's a lot of people that don't have that reminder of just how wonderful they are and just that learning to connect in to their internal self outside of their busy mind. (laughs) It's so true. And quite often we go looking for the answers outside of ourselves. And really, I know that you are a, a big proponent of meditation and breath work and helping people to really go inside of themselves to find out what it is that is best for them and what they need to know. Yes, that's so true, Victoria. You know, and yes, I've gone and learned from great, you know, world-renowned professionals. But I've really come to understand that, you know, we have our answers within. And it's just learning that and to trust ourselves more on our own journeys than than always trusting what someone else tells us. Absolutely. And uh, as you are speaking about that, I'm thinking about Louise Hay's book, The Power is Within You, which is my personal favorite book of hers. And it's just so true to go within and the answers are there. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about overcoming adversity. And you had shared with me that you had a profound fear of death. And 
that was what inspired you to go ahead and explore spirituality and where you were at on a spiritual level and how it brought you to a peaceful place. So maybe you could tell us more about that and then more about what it is that you do, what is involved, what is it like to be a medium? What does that really mean? That was a lot of questions. I'll, <laughs> I'll repeat them as we go. Okay, great. Thank you. And part of this journey has made me really understand that we will end up coming up with trials and tribulations throughout our life that are very profound. And yet, if we didn't have them, it wouldn't traject us on that path. So yeah, that fear of death I had for many years, I ended up, you know, getting counseling when I was in high school, because I couldn't sleep at night. And then I'd be trying to go to sleep and worrying about death and think, well, that's okay, I'll just kill myself because I don't want to die. And then realizing that, well, that isn't going to work. I don't know where I'm going. Like, is this this black hole? So it actually, that combination and then with the loss of my parents really got me wanting to know, like, what does happen? And the journey of it has just kind of unfolded how it was meant to unfold. And of course, now no fear (laughs) of uh, this transition from our physical body to the world beyond. And to me, a medium is a minister of humanity. So it is just not being that mediator between this world and the world beyond. It's about helping people on their own soul level, on their own spirit journey, and just getting them in tune with themselves as well. So without breaking any confidentiality, can you kind of walk us through a typical process then with being a medium? You know, I think sometimes we get these ideas in our head about the crystal ball and the woo-woo. And I know you personally, Bunny, so I know that there's no crystal ball and there's no woo-woo and that you are very authentic in helping other people to heal. So what would a, a typical experience be like? Well, thank you for, for again, those kind words. I guess, and you're right, I am the furthest thing from woo-woo. It's about, you know, us as a human being and nothing has to be done in the dark. There's, there's a science with it. And so for me, on my end, it's about getting quiet that day before I have the session And for the clients, it's more the realization that our loved ones are in a world that is is like our earth dimension. They are busy and they are growing and learning as well. A lot of people will come in for a session having such clear defined expectations of who they want to connect with. And it's, it's a match. It's the need of the spirit world and the need of that client sitting in front of you. So if they're looking for their child to come through, it may be a grandparent that comes through first, right? Opening that door to help their child connect. So it's more that learning the understanding that it isn't a pick up the phone. It's not a dial. I want to talk to my loved ones. It is a process on both sides. Well, that makes a lot of sense when you explain it that way. And so what about signs? I'm a big proponent of signs and dreams being messages. So for example, well, I'll think about Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas Day I had uh, was sitting here at home and had all of a sudden out of the nowhere just 
so many birds. They were so loud. All the windows were closed, everything. And all I could hear was these birds. And for me, uh, birds are always a sign of my mother who's passed. She loved birds. And so it reminded me of that. Now, when people come to you and they say, you know, I saw it was a sign, or maybe it wasn't an animal. Maybe it was a book that suddenly they decided to read. How do you feel about signs? Do you, do you think that that is communication or do you think we want it to be communication? Well, thank you for that question. And I'm one of the authors in, it's called The Last Breath and it's there's 40 some mediums. And that was what my story was about. And it's the biggest thing I want people to understand is to trust themselves. Everyone that we love that has passed wants to communicate with us, wants to connect with us always. So on a more scientific level, this energy that leaves this physical body is on a higher vibration and it's faster. So I mean, beyond the speed of light. So Yes, if your lights start flickering as you're thinking of your mom or the lights start thinking and you're like, oh, I miss my mom. Yes, they are. The spirit world uses their energy, which is much beyond ours in the human body to manipulate electricity is one of the easiest, quickest things. In my story, I ended up starting to find dimes. And it was me in that inner knowing of trusting myself. What am I feeling? And why is this happening in this moment? So yes, as I started to recognize when the dime showed up, what I was going through often was an emotional issue, right? And then I would just feel this warmth and sensation as I would start thinking about my mom. So the dimes become a clear sign connection between me and my mom. I did... I had a reading with someone who was in Canada, but out of my province, our province. And as she was telling me about an experience with a butterfly that was crawling all over her feet and her arms and wouldn't leave her alone as she was sitting on a park bench. And she said, do you think that's my sister? And I said, yes, it's your sister. Well, her next question was, my sister turned into a butterfly? So no, what ends up happening is our loved ones will use their energetic body to keep that bird, keep that butterfly, keep that animal there in that space or doing that movement. So our humanness picks it up and goes, wow, that's weird. And then usually the thought will come about my mom or my sister. So it's not that our loved one has actually turned into that animal but they are using their energetic body to manipulate and have you bring your awareness to that animal. Oh, I love that explanation. I'm making notes as fast as I can <laughs> because that makes perfect sense to me, you know, in that it's not a reincarnation. It, it's like you said, a, a manipulation of the energetic body. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so when people come to see you then and they say, actually, before I answer this, ask this question, I just want to touch back to what you just said. So what you're saying is what I think you're saying is don't pay attention to the dime. Don't pay attention to the butterfly. Pay attention to the emotion that you're feeling at the time and look for the message. Yes, for the message. 
certainly I want you to pay attention to the butterfly or the dime because our humanness actually has, I feel our humanness has to realize how is that dime there? I just walked past there, right? So we have to start accepting it humanly that it's weird or strange or different before our inner consciousness will open up and say, well, how did that dime land there? Because I just walked there, right? So I guess the answer is, You have to bring your awareness to all aspects of it, but trust yourself for the personal message you're right, Victoria. Uh, That makes a lot of sense because I know there's been times, for example, with myself over the last couple of years with feathers. And so I'll make an excuse about why the feathers there and they'll just be this random feather and I'll be like, oh, well, it was windy yesterday and I'll make up a story to go along with it. And quite um, absurdly, I was inside a commercial building that was vacant. And in the middle of the floor was this feather. And I'm like, okay, I get it. (laughs) I can't make up a story for this one. And those experiences just make us also realize how much our loved ones love us and the extent they go through to bring us those messages. Yes. And you know, I don't think it's anything we have to be afraid of or think of it as uh, disrespectful or separate from maybe uh, Christian values or other cultural values because it is completely non-threatening and it is of spirit. And their bodies may have left this earth, but their spirits are free, as far as I understand. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, to me, spirituality is in everything. There's a spirit that runs through everything. The plants grow, there's the animals. So spirituality and religion can marry beautifully. However, they can also live apart, total respect of each other and honoring each other. Yes, I believe that too. I believe that there is that connection. So as someone who does not have a lot of experience in mediumship or anything like that, I've got this idea in my head that people come see you then say, so say it's the dime or the feather or the butterfly. And they say, okay, so, you know, I saw eight dimes yesterday. Uh, I think it's my sister. What does my sister want to tell me? And then they sit there and stare at you waiting for the answer. Am I accurate that that happens? Well, I'll say my ratings are a little different because I tie into where you are at and what your soul needs to express to me. So they start off on that level. And then the spirit world will show up if there's a need. But when someone is wanting that clear of confirmation from someone else, I would actually just ask her to share like where, how, when did these dimes show up? And then to be honest, I would probably chuckle a little and say, okay, what were you feeling? What is your heart telling you? I mean, love is what we have here on this earth plane. And it is also what we take with us. So it's about what do you recognize from your sister? What do you feel that she's wanting to tell you and connect with you at that time? And so on the same vein then, what do you think about dreams? Do you think that dreams are signs like feathers, butterflies, dimes? Dreams are when uh, when we go to bed and we go into that dream state, our brain will go into a level of consciousness where we do meet the spirit realm in that consciousness level. And often 
a lot of people will experience profound like color dreams that they it's like you're there and you know and then something will wake them up and and for myself like I remember actually being angry because I was there with my mom and why did the darn phone have to ring and wake me up so we are there so trust that when you're meeting your loved ones in your dreams that you are sharing with them on that consciousness level and again yes we will get messages thoughts channeling through dreams from that realm even beyond we can get channeling from angels from our guides when we are in the dream state oh that's great advice to just savor the moment and enjoy it and Mm -hmm. and appreciate it for what it is i know personally i love when i dream about my loved ones who have passed on just to get to see them and hear their voice and and it's just a beautiful experience oh i was just going to say a great idea for at night is to have a pad by your bed with a pencil (laughs) so when you wake up you know during the night and you've just finished that dream you can make notes and um, oh it's so true how many times and i'm sure every listener can relate to this do we dream about something we wake up we tell ourselves five times i'm not going to forget i'm not going to forget no there's no way i'm going to forget it's so vivid and then we wake up in the morning and we're like what was that dream (laughs) (laughs) So that's great advice. Just keep a a pen and paper handy and jot down some key points and spend some time with with that blessing of a dream, really. And so this is how then, Bunny, you overcame that fear of death is just by exploring that the other side is not a scary place? Yes, actually, it is on the the big picture. It was probably a longer journey, and but just each step seemed to unfold me more into this trusting and then it just became so interesting how I recognized in the last few years that wow if I wouldn't have had that fear it wouldn't have sent me on this path so I really think there's things that we end up opening up exploring or even having from childhood that we really end up our soul needs to confront it so we can go that next step on that path of healing and growth Mm -hmm. and um, learn more about our soul self no matter whether it's you know death and dying or anything that we come across that's causing us trials in this life well and buddy knowing you like i do i know that you have definitely found your path mm. and found your passion and you're right a lot of times what brings us there is obstacles adversity hurdles things that we need to overcome that who would have ever thought we would look back at one day and say oh i'm so glad i went through that <laughs> but it turns out that those are the gems in our life that really help bring us towards what our purpose really is Yes, and you, your work is just, it's almost speechless. You know, the work you do as well, Victoria, and just helping people. I find a lot of it can even be subconscious or even unconscious. There's stuff that lands on us as a child. We end up taking in sensory, right? And we actually don't even know why we react that way. So, yeah, it's um, you're such a blessing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love that you use that word sensory. So often in our spiritual growth path, we talk about 
negative beliefs or negative messages, things that we've picked up along the way. And when you said that word sensory, it really stuck with me that oftentimes maybe those feelings that we had about not being good enough or not being smart enough or not being the favorite or feeling rejected, all of those things, maybe there was never the word said, maybe it was sensory. And we picked up that belief system that we then, it then became our truth. And so now on our spiritual path, transforming that. So thank you for using that word. I'm going to borrow that as well. Yes. And I do have another experience of that. That, And again, it was probably about five years ago as I was in a meditative walk. I'd be just this profound awareness that I felt guilty for being born. And I was like, where did that come from? And someone was holding space for me. And I told her after, I would have bet you a million dollars. I never felt that way. So sensory as a child, I mean, now I looked back at it, timelined it. And my mother was going through profound grief. Her her dad had passed away before I was born. I, she con- got pregnant with me and her mom died. Come, uh, her mother came to see me at the hospital and got killed going home. So I realized somewhere from birth to probably the age of five, I sensory picked up that if I wouldn't have been born, grandma wouldn't have got killed. So it wasn't a conscious thought or belief. I mean, my mother never said that. No one ever said that to me. So I've, it's really helped me become totally aware of the sensory system we have that we pick up stuff unconsciously subconsciously and consciously so thank you so much for sharing that with us that is so profound and I'm never going to forget that because that is the perfect description of how that happens in our lives and you know for many of us who have experienced guilt shame all of those different feelings to look back and say what was it we were sensing right it was Even for myself, it was still so profound because on a human level, I knew the story. I even say my grandma's a guide. I know she is, but it wasn't till it arose from my deep inner knowing soul and bubbled to the surface that it was that black and white. Yeah. Well, again, thank you for that wisdom. I want to share with the listeners a a quote from Bunny herself, which I just love so much. She says, trust yourself beyond all others as your own soul wisdom always knows what is perfect for your human journey on earth. That is so beautiful, Bunny. And people who want to pick up uh, the book that you are featured in and that you tell your story in, the book is called The Last Breath. And do you have more information on bunnysutherland.com? Yes, I do. Yes. Okay. So bunnysutherland.com and more information on the last breath there, information on how people can contact you is there. And are you doing sessions by Zoom uh, or how are you doing your sessions? Yes, I am doing my sessions on Zoom, phone. I have uh, for local people. Yes, I am currently going to in a health food store so I can do it in person by appointment. So by local, she means Northern Alberta. If you're listening to this in the wintertime, you might want to wait till the summer to come visit Bunny. Uh, But luckily, the weather is always good on Zoom. So one final question before I let you go. I know you've studied from some amazing teachers and that you have been on this spiritual path for a very long time. Do you have a favorite or a couple of favorite authors? Oh, my gosh. You mean besides Louise Hay (laughs) and Victoria? 
In regards to, you know, mediumship specific, I would say James Bond Frog has some fantastic books out there. Yes, yes. If you, for the listeners, if you get a chance to jump over onto YouTube or check out his website, James James Von Prague, he does have some wonderful information there. I was able to see him, oh, I guess it was over a year ago now due to the pandemic in Houston. I heard him speak and picked up a couple of his books. So there's lots to explore, but a great place to start is at bunnysutherland.com. Bunny, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you so much, Victoria. And yeah, just an honor to share space with you and help people on this journey. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.